Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. What is going on, everyone? My name is JJ Hernandez. I will be the host for today. And we have a very special guest on air with us today, the one and only Stephanie Metcalf with Gold's Training out of Kentucky. Steph, what is going on? How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Always good on this side. <laughs> Happy Thursday from yes. New York over here. <laughs> yeah. Friday Eve. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Friday Eve. We're excited to have you on and, and we're super excited to hear what you have going on with Gold's Training. But first, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Those are two great questions. Um, I'll start with how I got started. Uh, growing up, just like a lot of people, being an obese child or going through the fad diet phases with family and things of that nature, you're never taught the right way to lose weight. So you're always caught in this loop uh, throughout your whole life, like on a diet, off a diet, on a diet, off a diet. And it just, it, you always seem like you're failing, um, in not in the right way either. <laughs> um, and people always want to go back to what they know and what they know never works. So I have struggled with weight my entire life. And there was a point where I got up to like 312 pounds. Um, and I was just tired. I was done. I was like, this is not the life I want. I want to experience things. And it was hard going through life saying, no, I don't want to do that because I'm fat or I'm overweight. And I was like, I want to live, like really live and experience everything. So that's where that came from. And then with goals, because I have went through the processes of being an overweight child, being an overweight teen, you know, into my twenties and thirties, um, and really diving in on what works and what doesn't work and what has and hasn't has helped me be able to describe to my clients or potential clients of this is what you're going to get. Um, a lot of people see fitness as daunting or eating as daunting because they have to feel like they're strict or on this line. So with goals, I tell them, like I said, it's an acronym of going outside all limitations successfully. We're going to go outside of what you know, but we're going to make it something that you're going to be so familiar with that it's going to be your new lifestyle. Um, so I tell them, you know, we take it one step at a time. We're not going to overwhelm ourselves. Um, our classes are fun. They're exciting. There are methods to my madness, as I tell them as well. Um, every class is different. Everything we do is different within our realm because we are learning technique, which is really important. Uh, the basics about working out, strength training, uh, the difference between being on a treadmill, strength training, things of that nature. So I really go in basic level with a lot of my people to build them up to where they become on their own and they're not in that cycle. Um, so I do have a lot of people who leave me, but they're successful in what they're going to do. And I love that because I know a lot of trainers hold on to people and to each their own. But in my experience as a leader, in many avenues of my life. Um, and for myself, it's important for you to learn how to do these things on your own. So you're not always depending on someone else and you're just going out there and getting it and doing what you need to do. So that's a little bit of how I explain to them what we're wanting to do. And also it's not always about losing the weight. It's about feeling good and 
this is going to be kind of weird, but I tell like people, I'm like, when you're 80 and you want uh, to do things, do you want someone to do them for you? Or do you want to be able to do them when you're 80? And so they're like, well, I want to do them. I'm like, exactly. But if we don't put this process in now, it's going to be harder for when you get to that point. Um, so let's do it now. So when you can, you can do whatever you want at 80 years old. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Such a great explanation there. And I think it's so important, especially with the acronym, right. You know, you know, uh, going outside the limitations, right. And I think I always say, right. Getting outside of your comfort zone, everything you could ever imagine or ever wanted is on the opposite side of that. And it's the same exact concept with what you're doing. And I love it how everything that surrounds goals is about changing people's lives. And that's really what this industry is about, you know? So I love that awesome stuff there, Steph. And so, Let's just dive right into the business here if it's cool. Um, you know, I always like to ask a bare bones basics question to just start. So okay. for you, how many members or how many clients are you at currently? We are at 45. I'm in three different locations. Um, and that's part-time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And so if I wanted to be a member, right, and I came in, I'm like, Steph, I'm ready to go yesterday. What would I then have to pay to get started? Depends on what you want. If you want to just start out with classes only, I have three different membership levels. I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible. So if you're ready to get started, I want to make sure that we are a good fit no matter what, um, because people are drawn to people differently. Um, so I always give out a free class sometimes three free classes. There's sometimes a promo that I do uh, just so you can feel comfortable and you know what we're doing because every class is different. So one day you may come on doing one thing and then the next day another. Um, but when you're ready to actually sign up for membership, our first one starts out at hundred dollars a month. And that includes two classes, personal blogs that I write in regards to myths basically myth busters like this is what you think it is but this is what it actually is um, and then I, I have a seven week online course that people can access from home so if you can't come into class or like let's say it's a snow day things of that nature you can go online and do the boot camp that way it's 24 classes within seven weeks um, and also sell that by itself for $50 so it's you know a passive income that I don't have to I, I did put in the work in the beginning but I don't have to do it now the second one that I have is $130 a month. Well, the first one at hundred, you get eight classes, eight classes a month. That's normally two per week is how we lay it out. The second one's $130 a month. It's three classes. So it's 12 classes a month. Um, it includes a generalized meal plan. I call it, you're not on a diet meal plan because I have constructed it to where I tell you what to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner but I also put in real food. So you get to have pancakes, you get to have French toast, you get to have pizza, you get to have burgers, but you learn limitation in, in the fact of what we're supposed to be doing. Um, and then it has all the things that the first package had, but we also do a thing of measuring and weigh, uh, measuring and taking pictures. I don't believe in weighing people because we all know that muscle weighs more than fat. A lot of people are very scale driven and that's not what we want to really focus on because that's how people get discouraged and they quit. So I will take pictures and measurements um, just to show people the difference, to show them the difference. Um, because when they step on the scale, they don't see it the way they're supposed to. 
And then in the, the next package, my last package is $150. It's unlimited classes. So you could take up to 30 classes, 31 classes a month, however many you want. Um, but it also comes with a customized meal plan. So that's based on your age, weight, height, um, throwing in what your TDE, TDE is, uh, your BMR, really diving down on the foods you like to eat. So it's something you're going to be able to sustain versus a fad quick diet that you're just going to hop back off of because you're missing that cheeseburger or you're missing taco night with friends. Um, and then I also do uh, your uh, macros and show you how to eat just based on those without having to have any type of meal plan. So it's a, I give the personal training experience, but at a cheaper price, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's our yeah, that's great. I love the versatility. I think um, it's a value stack, right? You're going to give as much value as possible with what you're providing. I think you definitely do. And so on the topic of clients here, Steph, you know, what's been the best method of finding new clients for you? Word of mouth is always the biggest thing. There are a couple of things I want to try, but with having a full-time job, sometimes that is hard being able to move in the direction that I want. Uh, but word of mouth. So the biggest thing that works for me is I tell people, you know, if you refer someone and they sign up for a membership, you get $25 kickback referrals. There's no limit. So I've had people come in, refer four friends and they get their membership for free. Um, to me, that's a small price to pay to get four new people paying out of pocket. Um, that has worked very, very well for me and they love it. They're like, yes, I got free membership. And I'm like, yes, yes, we do. Um, also social media is a huge thing for me. I have found that going on live Facebook live brings in more people, um, than just posting things, but I also do post things. I've have, I have a lot of content out there that me and my, um, my personal assistant has helped me get put on there. Google has been an amazing way. I've not found them. My, my thing is how easily can they find me? Um, so Google has been a huge help. A lot of people are like, Oh, I see that on there. Um, having my clients write reviews about their classes, not just one review, but I'm like, Hey, if you liked your class today, write a review on Facebook, write a review on Google, just post something about your workout. Um, that has been really, really big. Um, and then offering free classes. I know that's probably people probably frown upon that, but the thing is, is if, if I'm giving you something for free, then I'm going to get in return what I want. It does. It, the money is the money will come. That's not my biggest thing. My thing is I want you to enjoy the experience. It's all about the experience. Um, so that's a big thing as well. Um, but word of mouth has been my, my biggest successor overall. So yeah, a hundred percent. And so what are, I know you mentioned that there's some other methods that you wanted to try. What, what are the things that you looking to try that you said you couldn't, you couldn't have done so already? Um, I would like to go in person to higher paying clientele, um, like lawyers and uh, I, I do teach a lot of nurses. Like it's funny when you actually learn what people do in their background, teachers and nurses are my huge, like my overall clientele. Um, but just going into those higher paying potential clients is, is in going face to face and saying, here's where I am. This is what I'm offering. 
I would like to do a billboard. That would be kind of cool to see how that would pan out. Um, radio ads. I've never done that before. I would like to do a radio ad. Gotcha. Uh, so it's even just trying these things. You know, they may work. They may not work. But it's just saying, hey, I did this and I wanted to see what it was like. Um, yeah. Door to door has never worked. Like I've done flyers at doors and that's very time consuming. But also I'd never got a really big return on that. So, yeah hard to track hard to track oh yeah um, and, and so now with word of mouth and what has worked for you because i think i mean social media and obviously if you're not doing an ad campaign and just going organically how have you gone about tracking that so because I, I feel like that's pretty a, a difficult just as well so what's worked well for tracking people coming through the door um, I always ask them, I'm like, how did, especially if I don't know them or they didn't come from my social media, I'm like, how did you find out about us? They're like, well, so-and-so told me, I'm like, okay, great. So that's how I know that works. Google, like I said, that's been one of my biggest ones since I've opened goals, um, brick and mortar. People are like, oh, I found you on Google. And I'm like, ah, oh, nice. Because they've been, when I say they, my clients have been leaving a lot of uh, reviews on there and I don't care if it's a bad review. Like I, I want real stuff. Cause you know, I have off days too, and I know I can do better and I'm always hard on myself, but those have been my two biggest ones. Every time I've asked for feedback, either one what? of those. Yeah. 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 And so now as far as capacity goes, if leads, traffic, and, and clients were unlimited, hypothetically speaking, how much higher can you go? I could do one. My goal is to get at least 100 paying clients. That's what I want to be able to leave my full-time job and then scale from there. The good news is, is even though my brick and mortar is in one place, I'm also training in two other cities. Um, so that has helped a lot. So I will lease at other gyms, floor space. And when I do that, I can actually pull people from other communities. So I'm literally trifecta, if that makes sense. I'm not just in one spot, which has yeah. helped me a lot, a whole lot. A hundred percent. And so basically halfway, almost at a halfway mark from where you want to be, right? Because you're at 45, you mentioned yeah. prior. Yeah. yeah and that's at a halfway I'm sorry. That's just in person because like, oh, the sky's the limit. I don't want to put a limit on how many people I can have. Um, I'm, a, I'm actually building an eight week program that I want to do online as well. So I'm working on that right now. Um, and it has nothing to even do with exercise. It's more about mental uh, stability, wow. how to overcome those things. So yeah, that's where I want to go even more. So yeah. So you have a lot of avenues, whether it's in person, online. I think online is just a great way of you know, putting time equity to the side, right? You invest the time prior to then get financial gratification later, um, which I think is great. So I love that. And, and now let's let's kind of move back from clients here. We'll, we'll dive right into leads. And so, you know, talk to me about what I would call the client journey, right? So from being interested uh, in joining, right? To then being sold the membership or the package, whatever one it may be than being onboarded? What does that process look like for goals? That's a good question. I do have a lot of people who sign up for the free class, but actually never take it. So one thing I do is reach out to them personally to ask them, Hey, you know, I saw that you signed up for this. Was there a reason you didn't get to do the class or wanted to, 
Um, and then I offer them maybe three classes just to say, and then let's get you signed up. So I push them into figuring out a date and a time that they want to. Um, I never ask anyone if they want to sign up. I'm like, you know, you're going to love your class. So when do you want to get started? What, what day are we starting? Uh, and a lot of people actually don't have a problem selling people. Like they, they're like, I'm ready to sign up right now, which makes me feel good. Cause I'm like, I don't really have to do much. <laughs> I'm like, as long as they come through the door, they're ready. Um, but we get them into the membership. They sign online. It's an automatic payment. I don't have to deal with that because for the longest time I did have to keep up with that. And it was either cash check, like Venmo, PayPal, all this stuff. And it just got very overwhelming. And now that I have a very more, a smooth system, I don't have to worry about payment unless there's one-offs where people are like, well, I can pay weekly or I can pay this. I will take those one-offs and work with them because I'm, I understand that, Everybody deserves health and wellness, no matter what. And I'm not going to turn that person away just because they don't meet that standard or they don't meet what, whatnot. Cause I've been there. I understand. Um, so as soon as they start, my first thing is I go over their package with them. What's included. I will measure them. I'll take their pictures. I always tell them to wear the same outfit every time that we do pictures. So that way they can see the progression and, and the colors don't change and things of that nature. I send them a welcome packet telling them welcome to goals. Um, what to expect, what is normally uh, achievable from clients. Cause I always tell them what you put in is what you get out. Um, a big thing that I do is one thing that I love. Um, I'm building a 52 week program. I know 52 weeks doesn't sound like a lot, but when you throw it into 365 days, I want a day by day step guide for them. That's taken me a while to do plus on top of everything else I'm doing. Uh, but right now, like I'll do, I'll run like a six week or eight week fun challenge with them and it'll have everything in there from step one to step Z or whatever. Uh, but with their food, I always tell them we're going to take it one meal at a time or one day at a time. I'm like, you can't just jump in and go 360 or 180. You, cause you will go back to 360. Um, you have to change one habit at a time. And we really, you know, I ask them questions like, what's the main thing you want to focus on? What are you wanting to get out of this? What do you want from me to make, make this successful for you? So I understand what my role is in playing it versus someone saying, well, you didn't do X, Y, and Z, right? Like I want to make sure I know what I'm supposed to be doing too. Um, and then they book their classes. I show them how to book their classes. Everything is done online that way. All my classes are in person unless they do the online boot camps. Those are pre-recorded. So I, I'm not on live. Live videoing classes is not my thing. <laughs> I don't like it. I've never liked it. I, I'm more of an in-person trainer um, or doing the pre-recorded stuff. Like I'm okay with that. Um if I don't hear from them, I do follow up with them. I'm like, Hey, I've not seen you in class. I do check on people. That's really important for me. Um, but we just keep going. Like we go through class, I check in, I'm like, how are we doing? How's your food? Um, and that's, that's kind of how it just continues to go, um, throughout the course of it. But we, I do a lot of learning with them. I do bingo, which is something that we do. That's really fun and engaging. And, and I give away a lot of prizes. 
um, because I feel like you should be rewarded for what you do. Um, that's a huge thing, not just a pat on the back or great job today, but I'm like, who wants to win some stuff? Like, let's go, let's do this. So that's where some of my money goes to with their membership is to pay for prizes. And they're really good things that they need or want, or um, it helps keep them focused. So that's a huge thing that I throw in there with their memberships as well is we're going to play these games, but I don't think you realize how it's actually helping your process at the same time. So kind yeah. of a marriage thing. <laughs> yeah. And so now another tracking question here, but in regards to retention. So I think retention is always the biggest, uh, a big factor. And I know you mentioned that, you know, if for you that, you know, your goal is to essentially keep them for life, but to be able to let them go. But mm-hmm. how do you track like lifetime value, right? So how long someone's been with you, um, churn rate, like people who've been with you then fallen off. You know, how do you track who's coming in and coming out in terms of actual active memberships? That is something that I'm currently working on more towards. I do have a lot of people who stay with me. Like I've celebrated um, one to three years with a lot of people that is on my roster. A lot of people who have fallen off do come back. Uh, It just depends on what their situation is. And I try to work with each person individually. But as for a tracker tracker system, I don't have a huge one because some people it's money. Um, Some people it's they found something that they like differently. And I'm okay with that. Like everybody's different. And I always tell people, I'm like, if you leave, I just want you to find what works for you and your journey. Um, But no, we I've actually been talking about that, like how to um, track people why they're leaving, what I can do differently. I do do surveys through like um, Survey Monkey and things of that nature and ask questions like, what do you like about camp? What do you want to change? What would you like to see more of? What can I do better uh, in order to assist you? Um, but I try to go above and beyond with every person more than what, you know, it's, I always tell them it's more than just a workout. That is very huge to me. I want you to know that you're getting more than a workout when you come two goals. Um, but for tracking purposes, that's not been my biggest focus, um, which should be, especially when I'm wanting to expand, you know, to the 100. So that's one thing that I've been trying to work on a little bit more recently, just to ensure that the retention is there, that we are retaining the people that we need to, but I've not had a lot of problems with people just leaving. They, they, you know, like this is my first year of brick and mortar and we're celebrating a couple of people who's been with me for a full year um, that started with goals yeah. at that initial place. So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so now here's a little bit of a longer winded question, but a great question in itself. So, you know, in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business and that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, mm-hmm. your client acquisition, which is your sales. And then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Stephanie, where do you feel like you can improve the most? Um, I would say the marketing part would be my hugest struggle. Um, the buy, buy more from me, actually, I've, I've done really good with that because I don't just do training. I've uh, delve into other avenues of income. So they 
you know, like I do hydro jugs or I do bucked up different things like that. And it's part, you know, everybody needs a water bottle. Everybody, you know, some people love pre-workout or a good protein powder. So those are ways that I have them uh, come in and buy more for me if they can't up their package or anything of that. Yeah. Nature. So that's been a big thing. Um, I'm really good at that part. So I would say just getting more people through the door, the lead, the marketing part would be my biggest area. Yeah. And I'll say this, I appreciate the honesty and transparency with that, because I think oftentimes when people come on air, they want to highlight the good, right? But anyway, uh, not to say that it's <laughs> not bad, that you know, that you can improve. Yeah. I just think uh, when you can be honest on air like that, I appreciate the viewers appreciate it. And it goes a long way because it really goes to show that regardless of success, there's always room for improvement. So yes. I love that. I love that stuff. And so last two questions for you here, my two favorite questions though, and it's, What's the overall goal? What's the bigger picture? What are you looking to accomplish? I want to leave my full-time job to do this full-time, but not just in the aspect of working out. Like I really know that this is my place to be, um, my passion, my purpose. This is what I'm here for. Uh, I didn't go through all my trials and tribulations to get here and quit. Um, but it, I, I grew through them to be able to share with more people. I am here to serve. So I want to be able to leave my full-time job. So I have time to develop these great ideas that I do have, but sometimes get put on the back burner. That's a huge thing is like, I have so many ideas, but I never complete some of them. Um, because it's like, wow, this is overwhelming or I've got to go this way. Or you do have 40 to 50 people that you're taking care of and then trying to take care of yourself and everything else. Um, just being able to be more organized and grow bigger in the community that I'm in, because I'm actually not from the city that I have my brick and mortar. So I'm brand new to that area. Um, so it's just getting my name out there and being that known trainer, but I also yeah. want to train in other avenues than just physicality. So that's, huge. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Trying to make a statement there. You know, it's, it's always tough when you're in a new area and trying to, you know, be, especially if it's a, it's a tight knit community that it's like, Yes. got to fit in, you know, and how can I fit in? So I love that. And so one last question for you here. And I know you've only been here for about a year, but still I'm pretty sure it's full plot. So, you know, if you can go back in time, Stephanie, so when you first started the gym and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started, right? what would that advice be for yourself? Um, give me one second. So that advice would be to get more organized and to understand business. Like it's easy to come in and teach class. It's easy to um, do a couple of different things. I've had to learn a lot of things on my own and I'm thankful for that because it's made me learn quicker. Um, but the business part has been the hardest part for me. I know it has nothing to do with training. It has nothing to do with nutrition, but it's just like, making sure I know how to pay taxes, where I need to, you know, how I need to save money in order to make sure that I have all my bases covered. Those are, those are the biggest things I've learned with a brick and mortar, because even though I've been personally training for over four years, owning my own business for a year has been a hard thing because leasing space from someone is super easy. They're like, Oh, I want 50, 50 or 60, 40. It's like, here's a check and you go home. But with, <laughs> With um, having all these other attributes added into it, it's like, wow, I wasn't ready for this part. 
So learning the business aspect of it would have been a lot better versus it being overwhelming for me. So I love it. Talk about a mic chop, Steph. (laughs) It's a good place to close out on this episode. But before we sign out, Stephanie, no, please shout out your Instagram, your Facebook, your website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Thank you. Um, it's my Facebook is at goals PT. Uh, all of my social media is linked together. Um, all of it, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Um, it's S T P H N E M T C L F. So that's Stephanie Metcalf with just the E as the vowel in the middle. Um, but goals training LLC, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, it's online as well through Google. Um, but those are my different avenues of being able to find me and also have YouTube as well. So there we go. Look, we appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, Stephanie, and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Yes. Thank you. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Mr. Mike Erling of Sparta Fitness and Training, coming to you all the way from Lincoln, Nebraska. Mike, what's going on today, sir? How are you? Good, good. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to have you on the show, and I'm excited to to pick your brain. Mike and I were, were just kind of jamming pre-recording here for a moment to get an idea of what he's got going on and Mike you you have a, a unique perspective on the industry but also you bring a, a little bit different of a lens with you into fitness and in the industry than many others do and so before we talk strategy and tactics and, and all that comes with this sort of an interview talk to us a little bit about how we got here in the first place obviously somewhere along the line you started this business, Sparta Fitness and Training. When did that happen? Or when did the idea plop into your mind, hey, I'm going to open up my own facility like this? <laughs> um, being a personal trainer, it was something that I've thought about off and on for a long time of my life. Um, but I had corporate jobs and I was comfortable. Um, I, was, uh, I was an athlete, played uh, college football here, small, small school here in Nebraska. So I've, you know, kind of been around, you know, fitness and athletics most of my life. And it was something that I thought about it and I got comfortable with other jobs and it was like, ah, I don't want to go back to school or I don't want to put forth the effort to do this. And then, um, 
fast forward, <laughs> um, I had switched gyms and um, bought some personal training sessions at, at this gym. And um, the last, the guy I was working with got transferred to another location. And I was like, okay, so who should I, who should I work out with him? He's like, I'll work out with this, you know, have your last session with him. He knows what he's doing. I was like, okay, well, first words out of the dude's mouth were, I've seen you work out, you know more than me. And I'm like, okay, so why am I paying you? Great. <laughs> um, so, Great. Then, so then that kind of sparked the, hey, let's, what, what's it actually take to, to get my personal training certificate? And, you know, I found out that I could do NASM online. And, you know, so, so I kind of started the process. And at the time, I had also had a business doing remodel and construction. So I was like, okay, I can kind of do the personal training on the side. Um, I used to live in Omaha. Um, once I finally got my personal training certificate, um, I you know was doing you know one on one and like boot camps in the park. You know, kind of like how everybody gets their start. But as I was going through the process of getting my certificate with NASM, um, it, you know, I was busy with my other business and I procrastinated <laughs> and I uh, talked myself out of sitting for the exam. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. Put it off. Put it off. Put it off. Put yeah. it off. Well, <clears throat> my mom, uh, my mom got sick with cancer and she said, look, I don't care if you ever use this or not, but I want you to finish this getting your personal training certificate. She's like, just do it said, all right, you know, mom's dying wish. I, I, I got to do this. So can't say no now. <laughs> can't say no now. And so every day that I was with her in hospice, I was studying. And a week after her funeral, I sat for the exam and, and passed. Um, and then fast forward a few years, uh, my father got sick and that afforded me the, and passed away of cancer as well. Uh, that afforded me the opportunity to move back to Lincoln. Um, I always had the idea of I would want my own personal space. Uh, I didn't, I knew I didn't want to train for a big box gym. Um, and six and a half years ago, I opened the doors without, like I was telling you before, I opened the doors without a single client with the, you know, um, I'm either old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, may probably not the smartest thing that I've ever done in my life, but, uh, I, I love what I do and, um, we're still here. So, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm sure that there were a lifetime of lessons within those six and a half years. I think <laughs> six and a half years in fitness counts for about 50 years in every other industry. Yeah. And so before we move on to the business specifics here, let's go sort of high level look from it. What's been your favorite part about running your own business in the fitness industry? And what's been the most challenging part about running your own business in the fitness industry? The most challenging part has been getting people in my own city to pay attention to what it is that I, what I'm doing and, uh, you know, kind of the marketing and the, the marketing and aspect of, of the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, that has kind of been the biggest challenge. I am a TRX black rank instructor. Um, I'm the only one in Nebraska. Um, the only hire is black and yellow with the, you know, TRX, you have to take some of the education courses and build up. Um, I'm just below being able to teach other 
people. So people know who I am nationally. I even have friends in the fitness industry internationally because of it. Sure. Uh, but getting people to pay attention in my own backyard is, is, has been tough. Yeah. And, uh, and so safe to say, you know what you're talking about, but when it comes to running a business, right, we need to get people who, who don't know what they're talking about to pay attention and to listen. Right. Right. Exactly. And like I said, you know, before doing remodel and construction, having my own business, well, I didn't have a physical location. You know, I don't have, I, I can run the business out of my house. I don't have to pay, you know, there's, there's not a lot of overhead other than, you know, my tools and, and buying materials where now, you know, there's rent and, you know, utilities and all of those things. Um, yeah. It, it adds up quickly and you start, yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's been a challenge, but um bumpy road lessons learned sometimes you know I, I would like my lessons not to cost so much money at times but, <laughs> but, I, but I think, everyone who listens to this podcast Mike <laughs> right. uh, but you know sometimes when when you stub your toe that's the one that stu- it sticks with you a little bit more right yeah. if it's a little pain if it's a little painful so. yeah and, and so as far as the business as it stands today I, I understand that everyone was affected by COVID in some capacity, but for you, it sort of sparked a bit of a change to the model itself. Tell us a little bit about, about how you served your customers before and how that switched to serving them now. Right. Um, I was more kind of group fitness driven, um, you know, and did personal training um, like everybody's selling packages of, of personal training and then hey here's you know here's the rate for group fitness um when the height of the pandemic um i lost 90 percent of my clients and due to either they lost jobs their significant others lost jobs they moved um you know some i had people that were nurses so their schedules are you know, insane. So they were no longer able to come. And, you know, the, the clients that stuck with me, uh, were people that were doing one-on-one personal training, but had already bought sessions, you know, so there really wasn't much money coming in. Um, and we kind of, we took kind of a different approach. I got super lucky during COVID, um, my now, she's the manager of my social media and business communications, uh, Liz Bauer, she was getting, she was in grad school at the time and she was, her emphasis was crisis communication. So as everything was going on with COVID, <laughs> um, she saved our, she saved our ass um, by, you know, I was like, hey, we should, you know, talk about what we're doing for COVID. She's like, absolutely not. Um, the the industry, you know, public relations is saying, don't say, don't mention COVID. Just don't talk about it. Don't put any of these, don't say you're doing anything different. Just, and I was like, okay, I'll trust you. And then you start paying attention to what other businesses are saying and putting out and, you know, oh, we're, we're doing all this extra cleaning. And I'm like, wait, you weren't doing that before. <laughs> that seems important, but. Yeah. It's, it's so, um, so through that process, you know, she really saved me. Um, we kind of went the other direction. Um, instead of rushing out, I, I stopped and, you know, took a step back and tried to breathe. 
you know, everybody was like, oh, you got to jump online. You got to, you know, do these 15, you know, $15, $20 a month and do these, you know, group fitness classes online. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, there's already people doing this better. You know, Peloton's better. Beachbody's better. Um, a lot of competition. There's, there's a lot of competition in that market. And let's be honest, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fitness model. So, <laughs> you know, I, um, I was like, this isn't for me. And the other aspect that I thought of was like, if you do this, why would anybody ever go back to paying your full rate? If they're paying, you know, $15, $20 a month, why would That's they- That's a big challenge right now for a lot of people. Yeah, and so I, I didn't do that. We kind of went the other way. I gave stuff away for free. Hey, you want to, you want to work out you can do for home here, I'll write you a workout that you can do for home. No, you know, no equipment, things along those lines. Um, when Lincoln kind of turned, you know, was saying, okay, people can start going back to gyms. We uh, partnered with the Lincoln Community Foundation. Um, I donated a portion of, you know, personal training packages um, and in group fitness, um, group fitness never really came back it's it's in Lincoln. It's still off. Um, I have some friends that instructed some local big box and they're like, yeah, it's like 40, 50% of what it was. Right. Pandemic. So, um, you know, and teaching to one and two people, this, that just, doesn't, it doesn't pay the bills. So what I came up with is, okay, how can I still get that reoccurring income of that monthly subscription fee? how can I make it easier, but how can I do it for personal training and for small group? So what I came up with is, um, after banging my head on, on the round, I kind of came up with a formula to say, okay, here's, here's your monthly fee. Um, the sessions don't carry over. Um, there's no contract. It's just, here's, what it, here's your cost for a month. And I switched to that business model uh, about a year ago. And since that time, things have gone very well. I ended up having the best August, which, you know, traditionally in the fitness industry, August sucks for everyone. Oh, yeah. But I, I made the most I, I ever had in, in, in August. And I was like, wow, this is, you know, we got a chance. We got a chance to get through this. Yeah. And, um, you know, make things as easy as possible for people to pay you. And um, like we were talking before, well, now I'm not having to resell somebody on, on buying. And, you know, it's, it's hard for people to, you know, drop a thousand, fifteen hundred, two grand, whatever, you know, whatever it is to buy a personal training package. But if you break it up monthly, like everybody else, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it works. Well, I think on the other side of that coin, Mike, if the, if the industry is typically slow in August because people aren't coming into the gym, we know that they're going to get the best results by staying consistent. If we're charging them and the framing is that you have X amount of sessions to use within a month, they're going to use them, right? People want to get their money's worth. And so this is in effect, holding them accountable to what they wanted to do in the first place, right? We're not giving them that leeway of use your sessions when you feel like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I absolutely. In, and I've had better, 
you know, sure, life happens, you know, hey, I can't make, I can't make today's session. I'm like, okay, great. We'll just reschedule it for a, another day. I mean, you have- I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you tomorrow or, you know, we'll work something out, you know, right. to fit into, fit into our schedules. But um, yeah, like I said, it, it's working and it's holding people accountable. Um, and I, you solve the problem of, hey, when, okay, you bought a big session, when am I gonna see that money again? I'm missing money monthly. and make it super simple here, here first of the month you want to do it again yep here it is okay boom hit rebuild yeah. and away we go yeah it solves a lot of issues and checks a lot of boxes but i think fitness as a whole is is somewhat a head in the sand kind of we've always done it this way so we're going to keep doing it this way kind of industry yes it, it doesn't <laughs> it does what whatever the rest of the industry does isn't really relevant here you found a way that's successful for you and so we continue on that way. And, and I think a worthwhile discussion here is that the capacity needed for profitability is far fewer people with PT and with semi-private than it is with a traditional group model. But Absolutely. let me ask the question this way. Do you still have room for growth or are you still seeking new clients or are you guys pretty satisfied with where things are at now? Um, always want more clients, always looking to grow. Um, in, in addition to just the personal training, I am certified through rock tape and through the ready state. So I can cup, um, I can do instrument assisted tissue massage. I can, you know, kinesiology tape, um, brought in the Normatec boots, you know, so adding that wellness piece. And, and I have a lot of people take advantage of that. Like, Hey, you can come in, um, you know, for 20 bucks, you can sit in the Normatec boots for 25 minutes, relax and, and head on your way. So it's looking to add, you know, some, some wellness piece, but add in some extra income as well. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not killing it with that, but Hey, it's, it's nice to add a little bit each week or each month by people using those services and helping them out. Um, Totally lost my train of thought, but that's all right. Yeah. So let me let me pick your brain on this because I think it's important to distinguish marketing for the traditional boot camp group class demographic and marketing for a semi-private PT type client are a little bit different. And so what's been working for you thus far at least to attract that type of avatar? What has been working is um traditional word of mouth. Um, and I got super lucky. Um, one of the new clients that I had picked up, um, he is a digital marketer and he gave me uh, the piece of gold that I, I never knew. He's like, look, small business for you, the most important thing it's not your Facebook. It's not your Instagram. It's, it, it's none of that. He's like, yes, that that's nice and all, but manage your Google, my business. He's like, you've been in business for six years and you don't have a single review. He's like, I'm like, I, you know, and again, these are the things like nobody ever tells you. They want to tell you, Oh, your Facebook ads, you got to run this. Yeah. You run they that. don't cover that in, in the NASM cert. That's definitely the case. No, absolutely. It's no. not. Covered. And, and yeah. he's like, this is your single. And since I put more focus on doing that, 
I have, you know, and asking clients and former clients to, hey, can you leave me a Google review? It's working. You know, the, it's driving more. It's driving more people to pick up the phone and and call. And plus, two. Well, if I'm if we're to put ourselves in in a typical client's shoes, and I'm looking for a personal trainer, I'm probably going to go personal trainer near me on Google, or I'm going to go on Instagram or on Facebook, and I'm going to search for personal trainers near me in some capacity. If I can't find you, I'm going to go to somebody else, Mike. That's the reality. It is. And, you know, all the money that I've spent on different marketing campaigns and, and things along those lines, he even shot me, you know, for free. He's like, you know, it'll take me 20 minutes. You know, he shot me a 20 minute video of how to do all that. I'm like, I, and in retrospect, you're like, how come all these other people that I paid these thousands of dollars to do to help me market never mentioned this? Right. And he's like, well, because they can't, because this is free. Can't make money on it. <laughs> yeah. So I was yeah. like, hmm, all right. Huh. So, uh, yeah. So paying more attention to my, and he's like, you don't even have to go crazy with it. He's like, just post something to your Google, my business you know, make sure there's some pictures. He's like, just once a month, put something out there. Yeah. And, you know, it keeps you relevant and it pushes you up the algorithms and everything else. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. You know, Google's yeah. pretty good at what they do. They just need to know that you're still active. Yes. About it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so organic has been the go-to for you, right? People reaching out and finding you. You yes. mentioned the idea of of meeting this digital marketer and talking about Facebook ads and Google ads. Has that been something that you've done in the past or is that something that you think you'll get back to at any point? Yes. It, you know, ran, you know, Facebook ads in the past, run ads on Instagram, you know, boost things, you know, now that in talking to Mike, I kind of have a little better idea of what I'm doing. Um, it's not just so much of, Hey, let's boost this and see if anybody pays attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's the strategy that I hear ninety percent of the time is like, let me just throw some money at that and and see what sticks. Yeah. And then people get jaded about why it doesn't work. And I'm like, well, you you didn't really know what you were looking for anyway. But continue, go ahead. Yeah. So and and I definitely fell into you know fall into that category. I you know like you said fitness industry does a great job of getting us ready to train clients, but it does a very poor job about how to run a business, how to market a business. Um, you can throw thousands of dollars away to, you know, the fitness industry experts. Um, but you know, it learning this kind of, as I go, it's, it, you know, like you said, painful mistakes, but you know, we're, we're baby stepping. Expensive mistakes typically. Yeah. 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 And, and you know. so uh, all things work in the way that they're designed to work. I think any conversation we have around marketing needs to stem back to what it is that we're trying to do with it. Right. Yes. Marketing for you comes in the form of we're open to new clients. We're always finding a way to be able to grow the business in that sort of sense. And yes. so Look to the to the future here with me, Mike. I mean, uh, short term is easiest to at least imagine. What do you? What's sort of the big target for you as a business goal here through the rest of the year? What What are you looking to accomplish here? So, um, 
you know, looking to add more small group and, you know, a small group up to four people um, in a class or, you know, in your workout session, um, that's working. Um, we are looking, we're, we're going to try. Um, I haven't taught group fitness in over a year. Um, we're looking to, I'm not going to teach it. That's one thing about the pandemic. I, people enjoy my classes, but I don't necessarily enjoy teaching group fitness. I feel like I'm better one-to-one -one or in, in a small group. Um, as of July 1st, I have someone that is going to, I'm going to try a Saturday morning boot camp and just have it Saturdays and we're going to see how it goes. Um, it's not going to be, you know, it's not a ton of money. Again, it's going to be a no, you know, no contract deal, really super low barrier, but um, the person that I'm going to have teach it, she teaches group fitness at some other places. I'm hoping some of her clients follow her um, and looking at, hey, if this exposes us to, you know, if I get five people to come on a Saturday that have never been here before, and they kind of check it out. And, you know, one of the best comments or compliments that I've ever gotten about my studio is they're like, wow, this is the most, the, the least intimidating and the most motivating place I've ever been. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. So, you know, again, this comes with exposure, but hoping to just continue to grow, continue to add those, you know, if I can add a couple of personal training clients a, a month and, if the group fitness thing works out, I, I think that'll be good to go through to the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and, and so continue that, that thought experiment with me here for a moment, big picture, big what's picture. The, what's the long-term play here? Long-term play is I want, and we're actually, I, I've been looking for uh, own my own building um, because my my building owner is not great, but <laughs> the, um, we could spend an entire interview talking about commercial spaces, Mike. That's that's yeah. a that's a, a story for another day. Yeah, and um, but yeah, it, it's own my own bills, own my own building, and then um, have the space to, like I said, kind of build that wellness piece into it as well. Um, I, I think the more that you can offer in the recovery realm or the help people get out of pain, you know, the, the Normatec boots, that sort of stuff. I, I think that the industry is lacking. I think there's a definite need for that. Um, you know, add, have the space for, you know, in-house massage therapist or a couple of them that want to, you know, rent space. And, and that's kind of more of the whole, treat the whole, not just, you know, the whole wellness experience and have it all in just kind of one inclusive package or sure. one inclusive building. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it'll certainly be exciting to see the steps you take along the way to get there. I, I think that's a really good place to start to wrap up our conversation, but I think this is tremendously valuable for other people to hear, like you said, lessons and, and experiences that you've had to go through, but also I think, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but for you to verbalize these things to get your gears going a little bit as well. I think these types of conversations are tremendously valuable. I can't thank you enough for your time, Mike. I'm excited to see how this shapes up for you and 
we wish you nothing but the best, my man. All right. Thank you, Joe. Really appreciate that. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Jordan Barker from Poway Martial Arts out of Poway, California. What's going on, Jordan? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be uh, here. Yes, man. I'm excited yeah. to have you on, and I appreciate you joining it. It's not too often that that other west coast people other west coast gym owners are, are down to talk to me here at 7 a.m so i appreciate you yeah um, well, i'll try to get better being being a morning person so this is a yeah. good opportunity. i had a daughter <laughs> oh my bad i had a daughter a couple years ago so i had to completely change my schedule i was like dude if i don't wake up at 4 a.m like she will beat me awake by 6 30 and then just take over my day so so i start my day <laughs> at 4 a.m it was hard though very hard to, to get used to um but cool. So so let's not waste any time here. How, how did you guys get started? What is it that made you want to start with, you know, running your own martial arts facility? Yeah, so uh, my dad opened up the uh, opened up our karate school originally in uh, 1984. Um, that was, you know, probably at like the peak of karate, especially with the yeah. way karate kid came out. The original came out that year. Um, you know, there's a lot of just like you know, uh, Jackie Chan, I believe was, you know, big at that time or, I mean, he's still big, but, you know, was really kind of picking up a lot. You know, this was basically post Bruce Lee, you know, era and, um, you know, with things just kind of just how the world was. And, uh, I believe, I know karate was just really, really big at that time. And my dad, um, he decided to open up a school, you know, he, he started, uh, Kenpo karate, um, out here in San Diego back in, I believe in the seventies. And he kind of just fell in love with it. You know, uh, I think he was just, he was tired of working like a nine to five type job and wanted to basically open up his own gym. And almost 38 years later, here we are, you know, um, he opened it up and then he met my mom later on in life, I believe in the, the late eighties. Um, and then they ended up getting married um, the early nineties and, you know, they had me. And so my mom, she was already a, a black belt, um, a karate black belt out of Texas, uh, West Texas. And so they, you know, they got married. My mom moved out here. She had a, uh, had a son and a daughter, my brother, my brother, Josh and my sister, Jessica. Um, 
they came out here and they ran the school together for 20 or so years, you know, then my mom, eventually she moved back to Texas and she owns a boxing gym in, in, in Texas now, which is just crazy successful. She's a absolute animal when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, but my dad, you know, he was here and we basically, he just ran the gym. You know, we added uh, boxing and kickboxing throughout the years. We added jujitsu. Um, we used to have an MMA program, you know, we had like a cage and everything, but uh, we kind of moved on from that. And now we're, we're pretty much just uh, Kenpo karate, boxing, kickboxing. And then we offer 10th planet jujitsu at our school now. Um, and so my dad recently within the last couple of years, he talked about wanting, well, he had been talking about wanting to retire for probably the last 10 years, but he actually was able to come around and get to it in the last couple of years, um, especially with just how COVID was working out. And um, it was kind of, you know, aside from the, you know, all the terrible things that kind of COVID brought to people's lives um, in our, in our lives, it kind of, it kind of was like a blessing in disguise because, you know, the gym closed, we didn't have classes, you know, it was, it was almost like a, a fresh start. Like uh, my sister was already, was already here at the school. She, she had lived in the, on the East coast for, for a few years. And she moved back here to basically take over the karate program in the gym um, while my dad was still there, but my dad, you know, wanting to retire and like, you know, move on really. And, and, and yeah. basically hand it off. Um, it gave us this opportunity for my sister and I to, like create everything from scratch um, because we had time to really build everything because it, there was, you know, COVID was going on. And like I said, like there was nothing else to do. So it was like, all right, well, let's, let's try to build something and get it going. So as you know, things get a little more open and all that, we can kind of run right into the the gym and the school that we want to run. Um, and so it was kind of a, it was a unique opportunity for us, but um, you know, I know we're very grateful for that. And, and, you know, here we are made it through COVID. Uh, you know, we've, we've made some really big changes at the gym. We did a huge remodel. Um, you know, we uh, s- switched rooms, our karate room is in a different room, our boxing room is different now. We like painted things and new flooring and just like, we just went off the rails with that. Um, you know, and it was, and for that, it was like, like I said, it was like a refresh. It was like this, like, yes, it's the same place, but it's, you know, a new generation, a new era is coming in. Um, and I know that was hard for my dad at times. Cause you know, the gym was like his baby. Yeah. Uh, um, and so, but he, you know, he gave us the blessing and let us kind of do our thing. And um, he's, you know, he's actually like pretty much fully retired. Um, he's, he's off in Mexico, living it up on a beach. Uh, so, so you're running the show now. It's all on you. Yeah. So it's on me and my, yeah, my sister. So it's, okay. it's, uh, okay. it's a great challenge and it's very, very humbling for sure because you know growing up all i ever did was you know train and basically teach but you know the administrative stuff the the sales part of it the constantly making sure things are clean and you know it's it's tough but it's you know it's why we do it you know it's part of the challenge and and giving members and you know our students a, a place of uh place of comfort and a place they feel like they can grow and um you know, enjoy doing martial arts. Cause that's at the end of the day, you know, all we want to do is teach martial arts. Um, and the other parts just kind of come with the job. Awesome. Um, awesome. So, so you're kind of, you're offering a group training, offering a lot of services from boxing to karate, kickboxing. You even started doing 10th planet jujitsu, yes. which I think is super cool. That's um, Eddie Bravo, right? That's his. Yes, it is. Yes. That's okay. his, uh, that's his, uh, his program. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So that kind of leads me to my next question about how many members 
are you currently serving right now? Uh, I want to say we probably have about five to 600. Um, you know, that's all the, all everything put together. Um, obviously we hope that grows, you know, this, um, what's the goal number for you? What's like, when you look at at least wanting to see some type of growth or more membership, what's that number where it's like, okay, this is where we need to get to where things will be profitable. We'll be making more money. Um, you know, we'll be able to help more people. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're doing, you know, pretty well right now, but right. I think it'd be cool to say we hit a thousand. Yeah. Like that's just a, you know, it's a big number. It is. You know, we'll, we'll take 2000, 3000, 4000, whatever, you know, but, uh, you know, baby steps to get there. So, okay. So right, so, now, right now we're just focused on the next member. Okay. Definitely. So sitting at a route, 500 to 600 members goals eventually to get to a thousand at some point, what are kind of the things that you're actively doing right now to aid that growth process? Uh, right now, definitely trying to do more stuff throughout the community. Um, you know, Poway is a very, uh, tight knit community, you know, um, and, you know, with like, uh, having like street fairs type things like festivals throughout the year, a lot of things at schools, you know, they do like an annual parade through Poway, mm. um, a lot of, um, you know, we do a lot of like, like free women's self-defense classes, just trying to like, just get the community more involved. Um, so definitely a lot of that is is the goal because we, we used to do a lot of that um obviously before covid um and now that things are you know more opened up we can go back to that um and and you know from right there that's we believe that's a, a huge huge key to you know not not just like our success but you know the individual member success too is just being involved is 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 a big uh it means a lot to people you know and it means a lot to us just to know that you know, let people know that, hey, like, like we really do care and we want you guys to grow. And, um, you know, we care about your your well-being and your health and, you know, and yeah. confident to defend yourself in situations. And so. And I think it's really important to, to be involved in the community, community outreach, be able to get referrals. Right. I mean, it shows proof of product. It shows proof of value that that what you guys are offering at your facility works, that it is helping people. It is changing lives. Yeah. Um have you ever, are you able to, well, first, have you ever tried dabbling into like paid advertising or, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads to get more members in? Yeah, recently we started doing that. Um, within the last few months, we definitely started to pick that up. And um, how's that worked out, at least for you? Uh, I mean, our social social media presence is definitely starting to grow. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's just remembering to be on top of that. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as that's, you know, especially nowadays, that's such a huge part to, uh, to your business growth. You know, right. You know, I mean, I, I always tell people it's just, um, right. It, it's just another tool that you have that you could choose to use or choose to not use. But if you do figure out how to market or run ads, especially Facebook ads in the correct way, I mean, it, it really does provide all the value to you and being able to have, like a lead generation system and be able to get members coming in at a consistent flow, consistent basis. Definitely. Um, definitely. So as of right now, would you say most of your members have come in from, from more so community outreach referrals, word of mouth? Yeah, probably most of them. Definitely. And then um, pretty much like that. And, you know, like Yelp reviews, I know we're, we're we have a, we're pretty high up there. I know a lot of people yeah, have yeah. said like, Oh, just we found you on Google um which is great so shout do out you to ask you. are you able to at least like track let's say when you do get an interested lead are you able to track where they come from yeah we'll ask them and you yeah. know 
we'll, we'll have them like write down how and um a lot of times it's, it's through that or just simple just kind of like hey, we're driving by and saw the place and thought we'd come by like cool hey welcome you yeah. know so yeah how, how many um what's kind of the, the difference that you've seen in word of mouth and digital marketing how many leads are you getting on a monthly basis from from word of mouth from referrals do you know that number uh off the top of my head i don't um but it does it does feel like you know a decent amount are from that um and that's just from you know it's like a mixture of social media and word of mouth because like the members will post things of the gym or at the gym and their friends will see that and then tell them to come so it's kind of like a mixture i guess of word of mouth and social media yeah, yeah. um since you know feels like today nowadays people more people are talking on social media than in person right so right. it's it's uh kind of best of both both worlds, but I feel like most of them is most of the inquiries are from um people just you know, hey, just looking up karate or boxing online and then and then like, hey, so and so told me about this place, or I saw so and so post about it and we started talking and they said to come in and like, you know, great. So and let's see, what about like the 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 paid ads that you have run? Are are those mainly like Facebook ads, Instagram ads that you guys do? For the most part, yeah, yeah. And uh, how's how's the results on that? I'm guessing it in just comparison to word of mouth, right? How are you able to? Because it's a lot. That's a good thing about doing like digital marketing is it's a lot easier to track, a lot easier to scale as well, yes, right? Because yes. if if you can't track it, you can't scale it. So that's like when it comes to referrals, you know, it's harder because let's say last month you got ten new members in through word of mouth referrals. You can't really plan for that same rate of growth for the next yeah, three yeah. to four months here, right? Um, for you, for the digital marketing you have done, are you doing it in-house or do you have like a like a marketer, a team that helps you? We're doing it in-house. Okay, um, you good, know, good for you. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to... Uh, Definitely a learning curve, right? Yeah, difficult 100%. to... Yeah, I yeah. That, yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, I still don't really know what the heck I'm doing, but... Um, <laughs> trying to learn on the fly and, you know, ask people about advice and, you know, Hey, what do you think about this and that? Yeah. And, um, you know, a big part of not having like a, somebody, you know, outside of the school doing it is, is because we want to be, we want like our social media presence. We want people to know that like, it's genuinely us, like it's coming from us and putting on the stories or, uh, the ads. Like it's, it's not somebody who's not at the gym. Like we want it to be very authentic um which is a big a big reason for us doing it it yes it adds to just the list of things we got to do but you know at the end of the day we're we want we want people to know like i said like you know it is us you know we're honest about everything you know like we're you know it's a family business so to us you walk in through the doors your family um you know we want people to know that like they see us on social media they see us in person like pretty much one of the same, you know, like it's, they are who they say they are. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're just honest and upfront about things too. Yeah. You know? yeah I agree. I mean, that having a marketing angle, right. And how you market yourself is just as important because you could, you know, have, have crappy ads that, that exists. When I started running ads in 2016, it took me a, a solid year before I really figured out how to not lose money running ads. Right. And and it, it, it is a learning curve. Um, are, are you guys, do you, do you focus on like boosting posts on Instagram or do you run actual full ad campaigns through like Facebook business manager? 
Uh, we've done both. Okay. We've, we've done more boosting posts than, you know, full blown campaigns. Uh, campaigns. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a a, a couple of groups of friends who are, um, who work in you know, basically actually work in LA doing like film Marketing. production and all that. Okay. Okay. So they've come down and done videos and taking photos for us you know so when they've done that then we'll go and like do a full campaign um but most of the time it's just boosting posts um you know just taking pictures of the you know whatever it is that we're doing that day at the gym or you know kids getting their belts or you know uh you know we have a a fight team so like if they compete or something posting things and just kind of boosting it like that yeah and all together are are you satisfied with the amount of leads that come in through your door on like a weekly to monthly basis do you think that you could have more that you want more um i would definitely would want more um you know i think a lot of it though is coming from because i do most of the social media so i think a lot of it's just coming from like my own performance i know i could do better yeah. with the social media stuff and and um you know we have we have a, another lady at the gym who's who's helping us now and um she's already been a huge help so like that's taking a little bit of the load off but i know that like i gotta keep still trying to push it and just get better at it right um, so i think as as i get as i improve and then you know i learn more about it and the timing of things and the certain types of posts and when to post and you know all that like i think it'll it'll grow you know obviously like you said it took you like a year to really you know, get that a going. year of losing money to yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, you know, thank, thankfully, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. thankfully, we have you know, we still have people coming in just from looking us up online to where mm-hmm. you know, me failing on social media isn't isn't the end of the world just yet. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm able to learn and make mistakes and and just build off of that. Um, yeah, but, but I definitely, definitely would like more for sure. Um, because there's no reason why there there couldn't be more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you have a good sized facility too. Six six thousand square foot, correct? I thought it was six thousand, but my dad is says seven thousand. So seven thousand. Seven thousand. I'll give my dad all, all the square feet he wants. <laughs> cool, cool. So what's kind of your process here for when you do get a lead? Let's say it's just I saw your social media post. Let's say it's myself and I walk yeah. into the facility. I'm interested about you know what you have going on. What's your guys' process to turning me into a paid member? So we definitely, uh, definitely right off the bat, want to get you inside the gym, you know, get you inside the, the, the school. And, um, you know, we believe a big part of the selling point is the actual facility mm. and then you just meeting, um, meeting us in person, you know, meeting myself or my sister or some of our other, uh, just the members in general. Um, you know, we try to have a certain atmosphere there, um, to where, like I said, you come in everyone's family. You know, like you can walk in and people will like honestly come up and just introduce themselves to you because that's just kind of how they are. And, 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 um, and we love that. That's what we want. We want people to like, you come in and you feel comfortable just like right off the bat. Like it's, um, we think of it, uh, uh, at least we tried to think of it as just people come to gyms or martial arts schools to escape a lot of stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah. So they can come in and just have this like release and they see people who are, um, I mean, like you don't go to a gym to get worse at life. Yeah. You know? Like or Very you, true. You, you do, you do martial arts or you train, you work out to better yourselves. So it's a group of people, you know, whatever style it is that are there all trying to improve and be, you know, the best versions of themselves. And um, we want people to kind of feel that 
and feel like, oh man, like all these people are just like me. Like we're all trying to get better, all trying to improve. Um, so if we can get you in the door, like that's huge. And then from there, you know, we'll, we'll get you to try a class out. You know, you kind of pick which class, you know, let's try it out. Let's just get you in there. And like, let's just, let's let, we want you to just enjoy the experience. Right. Like you come into the gym, it's an experience. And so when you come in and, you know, hopefully you enjoy the experience. Right. Um, and then from there, it's just kind of like, all right, you know, here's our membership options, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we just get you going from there, you know, and, and, we, we want people to, uh, you know, we understand that it's, it's difficult for people to, you know, come out of their shells and go to uh, gyms just in general, you know, it can be very intimidating and we want, we want to help those people, you know, we want to build their confidence up and let them know that like, it's okay to be intimidated, but you know, we're all on this, we're all trying to improve. We're all trying to get better. Like you are not alone. Like just because you've never uh, done karate before, you've never boxed before, doesn't mean you shouldn't go try it. Right, right. You know, like we, like we, we want you to um, feel like you can accomplish it. You can come in and you can do it. And um, and like I said, it's it's really just the experience. We we try to uh, not even try to sell. We just want people to feel it. And right, right. You know, at the end of the day, people remember how you how you made them feel. And so if we can make people feel empowered and confident and feel like they can take on the world and heck yeah you know we're doing our yeah. job yeah it's so so very much like a like a family feel you know so they come in you kind of uh give them almost like a consultation right kind of see why they're why they're there what goals yep. we're trying to reach yes. and then from from there a free class you just do one free class or do you offer multiple uh usually we'll do i mean we usually have like a drop-in but um you know depending on you know we'll have like sales throughout the year like hey you know come on in and you can try a free class type thing. And, you know, if it's a referral, sometimes we'll, um, we'll allow like, you know, their friend to come and try the free class with them type stuff. So. And um, and who does the selling currently? Is that something that you're taking part in day to day? Do you have other people on the team doing it as well? So my, my sister and I both do that. You and your sister. Okay, cool, cool. And do you track like, um, like your conversion rate, uh, I guess, pertaining to like the amount of leads that come in, versus the amount that you're able to to close and turn into paid members yeah we uh i mean probably not as closely as we as we could but yeah we you know we have like our, our system our software shows you know we put people in as prospects and we show yeah. them if they yeah. become uh members or you know students and all that and so we go from there and um you know we're always striving to make it 100 percent. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how are you happy with your close rate because some uh, and I get it too, right? Because a lot of gym owners have a bad stigma towards towards sales in general, right? Not wanting to be too salesy. Yeah, it's so but, hard. Yeah, so but hard. part of the game is is closing, right? And being yes. able to, and especially if it's like your your view is you want to help people change lives, you know, help the community. It's like at the same time, you got to be able to close these leads when they walk in through the door. Um, are, are you happy at least with like the your close rate do you feel like that you could improve in any in any way or you know raise it up more i think uh i i feel good about our close rate for sure um you know i realized that you know first like when you when you, when you say the word sales it's just kind of like oh it's kind of uh yeah. oh god that's, i don't want to do that like i don't want to be that person but um you know going back to like the experience part i realized that i don't really have to sell anything because you know, the members and the facility itself kind of just sell itself. Like, mm -hmm. um, I just coach the class and tell people what to do. 
you know um people come in they do the classes and they realize that like man this place is freaking awesome like yeah. there are a lot of great people here and i want to be surrounded by that and so i realized that i really don't have to do too much of the sales you know unless it's you know they they come try the class out and they're like oh i got you know maybe they got to go home and figure out see if they can make it then you know then following up on people like um for sure i know that's something i can improve on but um the the Be sales what was that like uh like lead nurture following up is that what you mean yes yeah okay. yeah yeah you know that's um and, you know just because it's new to me yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, i'm still trying to better myself and remind myself like hey you have to do this it's not just coaching and working out like yeah. you have to do these things um you have to be well-rounded you have to yeah you know we got to pay the bills still we still got rent and you know it's not like things that got cheaper over the past couple of years yeah definitely not if anything it might it's going to shoot back up eventually so yeah uh, no so if you could wave let's say a magic wand here jordan let's say a magic business wand tap your business and you get you know the perfect facility the perfect facility in your eyes um, what would the, the perfect business really look like to you? Oh, we'd have a sauna. We'd have a pool. No, I'm just, <laughs> uh, perfect facility. I mean, I think a perfect facility would be. Or maybe not so the perfect facility as in location, but more so like the perfect business, oh, you know, what's like that. Business. Right. Yeah. I, I think going back to just, you know, getting to the gym to be the, the entire school just to be like this well-oiled machine to where, um, you know, like is we just have this routine and everyone is just so it's kick, like a kicking like butt. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're, you like so you you mean like a plug-and-play system to where you know things march down the line. You know, you get a lead that comes in through the door, a lead nurture goes to the sales, turns to a member and kind of, you know, cycles around. Yes. So, so it's an easy flow. Yes. Something, something like that to where we can have, uh, just that kind of flow and, yeah. and it's, and, 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 and all parts of it, you know, from, from sales to just, you know, cleaning to, and we have most of it, you know, but it's, um, just getting to where it's not something we have to think about. It's just like, Boom, we got it down. We have our routine down, you know, like we're just always on it. Um, and that's 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 probably that's the goal. And you know, we're we're definitely getting there. Um, you know, but like I said, it's from you know, my sister has more experience with running the the school than I do. Mm -hmm. she's, she's just great at it. So for me, it's it's you know, like reminding myself, okay, this is what we do. We have to put it through here, we gotta do this, put this name here do this okay so then it comes becomes this guy and then it's a, you know and then we get him you know that kind of stuff um so something something like that and you know when you say like become more of a well-oiled machine or basically optimize your systems when you take a step back what are like those couple things where it's like hey this is the area that i need to optimize more so that it could be easier on me in the long run what are the couple things that stick out in your mind i know you uh, mentioned lead nurture a little bit yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you know, I got several areas I got to improve on, but um, I think, I think just having a, a little bit more staff would be a huge benefit right now. Right now, um, my sister and I are kind of, um, you know, we're wearing, we're wearing multiple hats right now um, without a lot of help. So it's, 
you know, so I think, I think if once we add a little bit more staff and, and in certain areas, you know, not like a bunch of people, but add, you know, two or three people that are great in this, uh, this part or great in this area, you know, then like that could really. What, which areas are you thinking that you'd like to add staff to? Is it more so like on the training coaching side or more so like front desk sales, um, you know, for, kind of... for, I mean, both really, yeah. you know, um, the karate side is a little more difficult to add staff because, you know, karate systems, you have to know the system and come up through the system because right. you get stripes and belts through that system. And even though it may be a similar style, you know, some of the moves are different or the names are different or whatever may be different at, at another school. So for that side, like, you know, our black belt instructors, in order for them to teach or work for us, like they have to have been our black belts you know, not a black, black belt from another school. Um, so it's a little more difficult for that, but the boxing kickboxing side is a little bit easier to, uh, to where, you know, there's for the most part, boxing is boxing, but so you can, you can grab somebody from another gym or you should train somewhere else or whatever can help kind of run a class at another gym. Like that's, that's not, I mean, that happens a lot already. Um, but definitely, you know, um, a coach or two, just to kind of take a couple of plays, take, take a couple of classes, you know, cause then, you know, then I can, I can focus more on, on the gym itself, you know, privates, uh, you know, our, our competition team and, yeah. uh, you know, definitely a front desk person, somebody who is, whose specialty is that would be nice. Cause it's definitely not my specialty. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so somebody who, who basically can just be like, got it, boom, here it is. Do, 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 and, and they're just on it. You know, that's, um, that's something we would, I know my sister and I would both really love to have. I mean, we've had, we've had that in the past, you know, so it's, it's, uh, we kind of know what we're looking for, mm-hmm. but, you know, we have to, uh, yeah, we just gotta make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we know what, we know what you want for your business now, right, Jordan? We know that you obviously have a big passion, not only for, you know, your father's business that, that's been here for 38 years now, but for the members, for the community, um, but, but what is it that you want from the business, right? What do you want your business to give back to you and your family? Um, I mean, just a sense of, uh, at the end of the day, a sense, the sense of that, you know, what we do is, you know, matters really. Yeah. You know, and I know it does. Um, you know, I feel, I feel, you know, I can't, I can't tell you how many times throughout the day, like just teaching and seeing the gym and just seeing people there or I'll just be sitting in the office and just kind of feeling this like overwhelming sense of just gratitude. Um, uh, and I think at the end of the day, like if I can, if we can keep that, if I can keep that feeling, you know, for as forever, um, that's, that's really what I want. Um, because it's just, that's that's like the 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 side of it that I think a lot of people forget about. Like you know, people can get kind of sidetracked with just making money, and you know, yes, we have to make money to live, and you know, obviously, I want to have a home and a family and do all that stuff too, of course. But um, the feeling is just it's it's something different that people, a lot of people, I think, will lose as they go through this journey of running businesses or you know whatever the business may be. Um, but you know, like I get to see firsthand it changing people's lives and that changing my life is, is very, very humbling and it's, and it's incredible. And so as, as long as I can keep that and not lose sight of, of what the, what the real reason we, we teach martial arts, um, 
that's that's what we you know that's what i want at least i love it i love it and, and i think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode jordan but before we do sign out of here please give a shout out to your website social media pages facebook instagram um just so the listeners could find some more info on you in your gym yes so uh instagram it is at poway martial arts uh facebook same thing poway martial arts um no fancy characters or anything just simple poway martial arts um my instagram is jordan l barker um i post a lot of stuff of the gym and everything and then my sister's instagram is jess j-e-s-s kenpo um she posts a lot of stuff on her karate side um and all that and um yeah shoot us a follow follow the gym come by if you're ever in uh, poway san diego just come by and visit and um maybe we'll let you get that free class so yes sir man if i'm ever down there i, I go down to san diego pretty often so if I, if i am i'll stop by one day yeah uh, swing by yeah but yeah I, I appreciate you jordan jordan barker everybody from poway martial arts out of poway california make sure you check them out and to everyone who tuned in today we appreciate you as well as for the listeners don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe if you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you soon and as always until next time gin lords out thank you for listening to the podcast so far don't go anywhere we still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders.